Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, Father God, we come thanking you and praising you, Father, for all that you've done, how you've blessed us already, God, showing us how good that we have it because of you, Father. Thank you, Lord God, even for the unusual goodness that we're about to have. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God, that you're about to move in this place. You already moved in this place. Hallelujah. And we ask you now in the name of Jesus to have your way in us tonight, Lord. Have your way in through me tonight, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And we will continue to give you the glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Y'all may be seated. Be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, um, before we get started with this word, uh, I, I wanted to, first of all, I honor my mom and dad. Hallelujah. Honor y'all. Hallelujah. Like I say, I, I know I wouldn't be nowhere near what I am now without you too. So I bless God. Hallelujah. Um, before I get started with this word, though, uh, God was uh, dealing with me about we know we're going into a new year and we call this new year the year of turnaround, yes. right? Um, but he was showing me how, yes, it's the year of turnaround, but there are some things that we have to do as well, all right? There, there are some prerequisites, I think, if I'm saying it right, that has to happen for you to have that year of turnaround. Um, some of you guys, you know, unfortunately, it may not seem like the year of turnaround for you, but guess what? It's still the year of the turnaround. I don't care the, the word. The, God, God has spoken the word, so that's what it is. Just like this year, this was the year of miracles. And some of you guys may not have seen, I, I know I've seen some, but some people may not have seen miracles. But guess what? It was still the year of miracles, right? So when I think about the turnaround and you think about in the word, there was a few things that happened first before you seen a turnaround. You may have seen giving, you may have seen praying, and you may have seen praising. The three, giving, praying, and praising. And remember also, this also coincides with spiritual. We coming more spiritual. And with those same three, those same three are spiritual. How is offering spiritual? I'm glad you asked. Do you remember Solomon? Dad spoke about it on Sunday when, when he gave up the thousand burnt offerings. God didn't come in the flesh. He came in a dream, but we also know it was a spiritual dream, right? So that was spiritual. So your offering can, is spiritual. So when you give an offering, you need to make sure you understand what you're doing when you give that offering, okay? Then we talk about praise. I, I always tell people I'm a, I love praise. Praise is my thing. Hallelujah. But we have to turn up on our praise this year. You have to turn up on your praise this year. Now, when you've seen a lot of turnaround, you've seen a lot of shouting and a lot of praising. When things got turned around, that's what you've seen. You've seen people praying and praising. I call it push. Push, praise, or pray until something happens. Push. So you're going to have to push this year. You're going to have to push this year. If you don't do anything else, you push this year. Push until you see that thing happen for you. Push until you see that thing turn around for you. Listen, listen, I've seen a lot of faces. <laughs> in this church 
when it came to even praising and worship, and it may have been because you felt like something was going on in your body or something's going on in your life and all this and that, but you got to push through that this year. I'm telling you, make your praise outweigh your pain this year. Make your praise outweigh your circumstances this year. Because that's the only way you're going to see that turn around. That's it. He's, turn, he gonna, he's turning around. He, he's turning things around right now. Right now. It's, it's already starting right now. But it's on you to bring that prayer, that prayer life back up higher. It's on you to bring that praise life back up higher. And it's on you to make that seed even greater than what it's been before. Amen. Okay, I'm done with that part. Amen. 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 Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> um, we're going to go to uh, Luke 12, verses 6 and 7. And we're going to read this in the Passion Translation. So, um, you can read it up on the board if you don't have the Passion Translation. Okay. Okay, and it says this right here. It says, what is the value of your soul to God? Could your worth be defined by any amount of money? We know that's no. God doesn't abandon or forget even the small sparrow he has made. How then could he forget or abandon you? What about the seemingly minor issues of your life? Does they matter to God? Of course they do. So you never need to worry, for you are more valuable to God than anything in this world. Now, now, Dad didn't know I was going to talk about what I was talking about, but he came and said that you were greater than what you, what you are. My, my, my title, if I had to have a title, is you are worth more than you think. You are worth more than what you think. Now, when we think about the word valuable, you know, we, we look at price, prices, and then there are some things that's just priceless, that's right. right? And now, if we, if we looked at the word in the, in the um, dictionary, the word valuable will say, have a monetary value or worth a good price, all right? I come to tell you tonight that you're worth a good price. I, I, that's, that's, that's the whole thing. If you don't hear anything else, you don't understand anything else I say. Because we're going to have a little fun tonight. I'm, I'm going to be joking around tonight a lot. But I want you to really understand that you're worth so much to God. You're, you're worth so much to yourself. It, it hurts and it's disappointing to me when I hear about people killing themselves. I, suicide is, is bad. It's, I mean, it's bad right now in, in this world. And it hurts. It, it hurts me because I understand, and God is showing me how valuable a person really is. And you need to understand, I don't care what's going on in your life, you are greater than what you're going through. You are greater than your situation. You are greater in your circumstance. You are greater than anything else than what you can go through. Amen? Because we know that God can turn anything around. And he loves you that much to turn it around. All right? So we talk about value, value things. I, I think about back in the days, uh, you know, when I was younger, we had something called a china cabinet. Did y'all have a china cabinet? 
And, and most times in that china cabinet, you couldn't touch that stuff at all. Yeah, I, I, I wish you would touch that stuff. That, that, you know, because mom, mom and them didn't play about that china cabinet. They didn't, they, they did not, they, because they felt like that was very valuable to them. Right? What about, <laughs> what about school, your school clothes versus your uh, play clothes? Versus your church clothes? Now, now we didn't, we didn't, I didn't, we didn't have a lot of money. We didn't grow up with a lot of money. But my grandma made sure that I had some church clothes, I had some school clothes, and I had some play clothes. Now, unfortunately, unfortunately for me, everything was like play clothes to me when I was younger. All right, I, the, my my story was, hey, every day in school. I'm playing football, and, and back in there, we didn't have a football. We had something called a cocoa bug. Now, everybody else called them pine cones. We called them cocoa bugs. This country, this country now, this country. Did you call them cocoa bugs? Oh, pine <laughs> All right. But we called, we, called them, we called them cocoa bugs. Okay. Yeah, I know it's country. But we used them for our footballs. That's what we had. We didn't have a real football. So we at school every day. I'm playing football. It doesn't even matter. All right? Come home, come home, have holes in my jeans, holes in my pants. Now, my, my grandma used to have to go to Goodwill, all right? Get my clothes and all that good stuff. You know, everything. She, she got what she can get, she can afford. Hey, amen. I mean, you know, bless God. All right? So, but I'm tearing them clothes up every day. So every day, I'm getting a beat. Every day. <laughs> I'm tearing my clothes up. She tearing me up. All right. <laughs> right. 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 And I just thought my grandma was so fast, man. I mean, I mean, at this point in time, I'm, I'm five. She got to be like 69, 70. So I'm five years old. But she always caught me in the same place. I, I would see, she'll see my knees, and I'll run around the house. And in the back of the house, she always catch me right there in the back of the house. Me not thinking that all she do is walk through the back door. <laughs> I mean, that's the smartest place to go. Like, okay, you're going to run to the back of the house. I might want to go to the... So she always comes. But anyway, what I saw that What I was saying all that for us, the clothes were supposed to be valuable, and those clothes right there, I should not have been playing in. All right? Now, <laughs> you, yourself... If you get to a point of realizing how valuable you are, there's a lot of things you wouldn't say. There's a lot of things you wouldn't do. There's a lot of things you wouldn't let people say about you. There's a lot of people, a lot of things you wouldn't let people do to you or say about you or whatever else. Amen. But you have to get to a point of realizing how valuable you are. Right? Right? So uh, this came up to me. This, this message came because I had this question about. God gave me this question, like, what is the difference between a Kia Santos and a Rolls Royce Phantom? <laughs> right? There's a big difference, right? And y'all know a, there's a big difference. Do we, do we have those pictures? Can we bring them up? Okay. Just, I just wanted to see if we, see if we can pull those up. I, I just put two pictures up, just the pictures of the outside of them. If we can, got them. But if we can't, it's if we can't get them, it's okay. Most people, okay. So that's the kill. This is the 2022 kill. 
Santos. Looks pretty nice, don't it? Outside, all white, you know, I don't mind. But then, then, go ahead, take, take me to the next. Then I go to Rolls Royce. Right? Now, now, now my, my question is, <laughs> obviously, this is an obvious question here. Which one you think is more valuable? The Rolls Royce, right? So, so you can, I was looking at the numbers and everything. You can get that kill for like $22,000, right? Brand new, $22,000, okay? But that Rolls Royce, which is like a 2018, now we was talking about a 2022 kill. This is a 2018 Rolls Royce Phantom, which is almost $450,000, right? Now, all you're seeing right now is the outside. Right. And you're seeing how, how it looks. It looks very nice. And the look. Now, I didn't want to show you the inside because, hey, they had an eight-minute video on the inside. And I didn't want, you know, that's, that's too much time. And you've been looking at it like, oh, wow. But there's a lot of things about that car, right, to make it, make it seem like it's worth $450,000, right? But the thing is, both of them drive, right? Both of them drive. Both of them get you A to B. Both of them have steering wheels. Both of them have a radio. You know, but both of them have something similar, right? Similar, all right? Now, but it's not the same. But let me ask you this. What if you've seen two pictures what look the same? All right, let me see. Can, do y'all have those two pictures that can come up? The last dinner. Okay, so we have the first one. Can we, can we bring up the second one? Oh, we only have one. Okay, but we have two, two pictures just like that what's, what's similar, right? One of them cost $29.99. cent. $29 but one of them cost $450 million. They, they're similar. They the same, but one of them is the original, right? You got to know, you have to be able to research that picture and distinguish which one is greater than the other one. The original by Leonardo da Vinci, you got to know that he made that and the other one was a carbon copy, right? But if you don't research it, you would just think it's worth nothing. You'll just think that it's $29.95. You think it's just straight garbage, right? But you have to research it. You got to know the instructions and the features of all of those pictures. Now, we go back to those two cars, right? We understand that, yes, one of them looks so much more better than the other one. We understand that, right? And we go on the inside, you'll see that there's a lot of little features in the inside of that Rolls Royce that you can see. But there are some features that you can't see that makes it even greater value. I, I remember one, one Sunday, Dad was talking about his uh, affinity where he had a feature on there he didn't know about. But the reason why we don't know about it because we didn't go into the instruction manual, right? We have to go into the instruction manual to see what all the features are. We can see some features. We can see a lot of features, right? But there are some features you got to look into the instruction manual to see about. 
And then there's sometimes where you've seen the instruction manual and you don't understand. Then you got to take it to a specialist. Yes, sir. There's an old song called. It's an old song called God Specializes. <laughs> God Specializes. He'll do and no. Come on now, no other power the Holy Spirit can do. Come on. But you have to go to a specialist, right? Now listen. We have an instruction manual for ourselves. We have a specialist, right? This is our instruction manual right here. It tells us all the features that we have about ourselves in this word right here, right? Right? Now, now I'm going to talk about four of the features tonight. I'm only going to talk about four. I'm not going to talk about the feature of you being rich because we know that feature. We should know about it. As much as we talk about us being rich the whole time, we should know that feature. I think, I think we should know that feature. We should know it, but I think a lot of people still don't know it. Let me just say it like that. All right? We should know the feature of us being healed. Right? That sickness and diseases don't have no dominion over us. Right? We should, have, we should know that feature too, right? All right? We, we've been, Dad been talking about the righteousness of God, the gift of righteousness that God given us. So we know that we are the righteous. Right? And then, so I'm going to just talk about four other features that we know about, all right? But I just felt like one of the, the first features that we're going to talk about coincide with all the rest of the features, all right? Genesis 1, verse 26. Genesis 1, verse 26. Hallelujah. And this is God. This is God talking to the Trinity. He says, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. All right? So the first one is we're created in God's image. That's one, of, that's one of the special features that we have about ourselves. Matter of fact, that feature right there, everything else coincides with that, with that feature right there, us being the image and the likeness of God. All right? The image and likeness of God. And it says, and God created us as his image. Then it says, let us make him have dominion. All right, so I made you in my image, but I also made you to have dominion. Yes, sir. All right? That's what I made you to be. That's what I made you to do. That's what I made you to, that's, that's the action that you're supposed to have. Right? Now, oh, let me see. Can you scoot over? Can I sit right here? Do, do everybody see what this is right here? It's a chair. Good job, everybody. This is a chair. Now, what is this chair made to do? It's for me to sit in, right? Now, my question is this. Do people stand up in the chair? Do people lean all up in the chair? Now, do people lay in the chair? All right. Now, is it meant for that to happen? It's meant and it's made for for you to sit in. And what happens is when we stand in it and we lay in it and we do other things, it starts getting torn up, right? right? Why do you say that? I'm glad you asked. 
You, may, you are made to have dominion. But you allow sickness, you allow diseases, you allow poverty, you allow all these other things to come up on you instead of you having dominion over it. You allow it to wear you down. Just like how that chair get wore down every time we stand in it and all that. That's what happens with us. We allow other things that should not be having dominion over us have dominion over and then we get worn down. We get breaking, it, it breaks down. That's why you start having these people have all these suicidal thoughts because we allow other things that we should have dominion over to have dominion over us. So, so just remember that. He made us in his image. He made us in his likeness, but he also made us to have dominion, right? So, so image, image. The word image is Salem. I think I said it correctly. It is a form, an image. Images, likeness, it says phantom. Now, phantom is like a ghost. So obviously, we, how they're saying is we're the ghost of God. Or we should be the spirit. We should have the spirit of God in us. And we should be representing God. Right? Right? So, but likeness, which is the word demuth, is figure. Figures like. Figures are resembling form. Form, like, likeness, pattern, resembling, something resembling, which resemble who resembles. So we should... When we see ourselves, we should be seeing God. That's what we should be seeing, all right? We should be the image of God. We should, when people see us and we see us walking, they should see us walking like God, talking like God, living like God, right? And I understand God had dominion, and he gave us dominion. Right? Because that's what we was here for. This, that's the reason why he created us is to have dominion. That's why he made everything else before he made us so we can have ruler over it. That's right. All right? Right? All right. So let's go to um, 2 Corinthians 3 and 18. 3 and 18. And we understand at that point in time, Adam, Adam lost it. Right? But Jesus came. But unto a son. But into a child, but into a son. Remember that on Sunday? Yeah. The reason why he came for us to get back to this right here, this image. Right. This image and this likeness, right? All right, so 2 Corinthians. Ooh, I'm going to get that myself. My bad. 2 Corinthians 3. Be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. It says this. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding, as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord. As in a mirror. As in a mirror. Now, this is after Jesus. Right? Death. Resurrection. Meaning that he brought it back. This is the same thing what it was from Genesis 1 and 26, when God said, uh, let us create them as our image and likeness, right? All right, mirror, glory to God, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. So when you talk about a mirror, think about when you look into a mirror. You see an image. 
And I got to the point now, I, I start, when I look at it now, I'll point at the mirror and I'll say you. I don't say I no more, I say you. I say you because that, that image is speaking back to me. So when I speak, that image is saying the same thing I'm saying. So when I'm saying you are rich, that image is saying you are rich. And it's pointing back right at me. So when I'm pointing like this, it's pointing like this. So it's, it's, it's pointing back at me. Now get back to, get to the point of doing that. When you, you are rich. You are healed. Watch how that image do the, you the same way. It do you the same way. That image. And we are God's image. So that's what we should be doing. Everything that he was doing in this world right here, we should be doing the exact same thing. Dad said that we, we are the reason for the season. And I know we always say that Jesus is the reason for the season, but the reason why Jesus is the reason is because he made us the reason for the season. He, he came for you and me. He came for us that we can become the reason for the season. And not only this season, but every day. Hallelujah. That's why he came. Hallelujah. John 10 and 10 said the best. He said, hey, I can't, that you may have. What, what do you want to have? That's what he came for, for what you may want to have. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go to Psalms 39 verses 14. Psalms 39 verses 14. Hallelujah. 139. Psalms 139, verses 14. We're created in his image. Say, I'm created in his image, in God's image. That's right. That's right. Let's go start at 13. It says this, 13. It says, for you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully. And there goes that wonderfully, that wonderful word on that is, look, look what he said. Said that I am, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Fearfully and wonderfully made. Hallelujah. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. So this is this is David that start boasting about what God done made, created. And he's talking about himself. It made me think about how sometimes we'll look in the mirror and we'll be like, oh man, I'm so I look real good. Man, God, you did something great when you created me. That, you it got to start boasting a little bit. Understand, you start speaking good about yourself. Hallelujah. You don't have to worry about other folks doing it because guess what? You speaking, you knowing, you, you putting it in yourself right now. You putting it in your spirit that, hey, I am good. I look good. I feel good. Because if you don't say it, don't worry about nobody else saying it. If you don't believe it, somebody can say it, and guess what? It won't even bother won't even matter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, that, same, that same verse. That's, oh, oh, well, first of all, fearfully. Fearfully. This is Strong's 3372. And I, Yari, I think I said it right. To fear, be afraid, stand in awe. Stand in awe. Stand in awe. So when God created me, he created me, and he stood in awe, too. Just think about it. Uh, you, when you was created, he said, you, you created me fearfully and wonderfully. 
So when I was created, it's like, wow, look what I created. When you was created, God was like, look what I created. But you got to realize that. You got to understand that. Look what I created. Oh, wow. My goodness. That's why he's always thinking of you because of how he created you. Be awe in fear, reverence. So he, he even reverenced you when he created you. He even honored, because it's honor, honored you when he created you. Respect, respect you. He respected how he forms you. Every, every, every bit of how he forms you, he was respected. You was respected. Even that thing, you, you didn't think you liked it. Ooh, I don't know if I really, no. I made you fearfully and wonderfully. This is how I wanted you to be. That's why it trips me out with all this cosmetology stuff when all these people try to change themselves. No, God said, no, 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 no. I created you like this. This is why I wanted you. You are beautiful. You are in awe. I don't want to be like, ugh, when I was like, aw. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, like, I'm saying, like, ugh. Uh, right. I was, I was on you and now I'm ugh. Like, like, turn, like I got turn my back. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wonderful, wonderfully, wonderfully. And it's similar to the word that we, we seen on Sunday, wonderfully. We know we've seen this, the word wonderful. This is wonderfully, which is pala, <laughs> distinguished. Make a distinction. Makes a distinction. Set apart. Remember, I, what is holy? Being set apart. So when he created you, he created you holy. Right? That's the way you were started as a holy vessel. Right? And this is where he's bringing us back to. Wonderfully, wondrously show. You're a show. supposed to be a great billboard for the Lord. When you walk through the, ooh, look at that. That's what people are supposed to be like, how in the world? God. That's That's what it's supposed to be about. Amen. Amen. So some, uh, we're going to go back to Psalms 139, but this time in the, fort, uh, in, in the voice, voice translation. It says this. It says, I will offer you my grateful heart, for I am your unique creation, filled with wonder and awe. You have approached even the smallest details with excellence. Smallest details with excellence. The smallest details with excellence. With excellence. He, come, come on now. We talking about you. Y'all, are y'all not understanding? Y'all, we, you know, you got to think about this, man. We talking about you. He, he said that, what, what did he say? He said, the smallest details. He, you have approached even the smallest details. So every little small detail about you is excellent. It's excellent. 
Are you, are you not understanding? All right, so that was number one. That was number one. Number two. Number two. God loves us. Speech, uh, very special feature. Special feature. God loves us. The creator of all things loves us. I don't care if nobody else loves you. God loves you. And guess what? God is enough. <laughs> God is enough. God won't leave you. God won't forsake you. God won't do you wrong. God won't cheat on you. God won't do none of that stuff. But God will love you. God will keep you. God will cover you. God will protect you. God will provide for you. He loves you. He'll even die for you. He'll die for you. What kind of love? That's, no, that's love. Man, I, if I don't know any other kind of love, that, that right there, woo, that's some good love right there. That's some good loving. I'm telling you. Woo. Ephesians, can we go Ephesians 2? <laughs> he loves, come on, he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Mm. Love us on me. All right, come on. Thinking about me all the time. Come on, come on. You got somebody who thinks about you all the time. And now you, you know, you got them other people who say they love you, but then they be thinking about the bills. They be thinking about this and that. They be thinking about they, they nails and they shoes and they think about they sports and all that. But God love, thinks about you all the time. He's mindful of you all the time. When you're going to sleep, guess what? He's still thinking about you. When you wake up, he's thinking about you. He's not sleeping. He don't sleep nor slower. He, you know what he does? He thinks about you. Huh, what can I do for him, them tomorrow? Hmm. hmm what, what blessing can I give them today for being my child? Hmm. What can I do for them? Right? Ooh, they need that. You know what? <laughs> A new car. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2. Bless Jesus. Verses 4 and 5. It says, but God, who is rich in mercies because of his great love, his great love, with which he loved us even when we were dead in trespasses, dead in our own sins, dead in our own mess, made us alive with Christ by grace. We talk about that grace. Uh-huh. Did you know Jesus had to have grace to die for you? Jesus had to have grace to become poor. Think about it. He, he, don't, he didn't know none of that stuff. He didn't he don't understand all that. It had to, he had to take the grace. Like, we have to take grace for doing whatever. He had to take grace for doing the big thing. By grace, you have been saved. It was by grace. Your grace and mercy brought me through <laughs> I'm living this moment because of you I want to thank you and praise you too 
Your grace and mercy walk me through. <laughs> come on now, come on, come on. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, sir. <laughs> Woo. To tell the word, salvation is free. Come on. Mm. Okay, by, by grace we have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places. Oh, man, so we went from the Dong Hill right. to heavenly places. You know, from the bottom to the top. You know, you, you know every, every, every story in the world, you know, we always talk about how this, this, the stories in the world always... Um, Bring, brings us back to Jesus, right? We talk about Joseph when Joseph was in the pit, and we say from the pit to the palace. This right here just showed us when we was in the pit going to the palace. That's what that just showed us. We was in the pit on our way to hell, but because of the grace of Jesus and because of the love of God, we are now we sitting in heavenly places. Man, that is just... Awesome. 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 Not for what we've done. No, 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 no. But it was by the grace of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank mm. you, Lord. That is big, man. That is big. That is big. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Romans 5, verse 8. Romans 5, verse 8. Mm. From the pit to the palace. Jesus, five and eight. I'm going to start with six, verses, five, verse six. For when we were still without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Who was, who was the ungodly? We were. We were. For scarcely, scarcely, excuse me, scarcely, for a righteous man will one die, Yet, perhaps, for a good man, someone would even dare to die. So, think about it. What he's saying is, hey, for a good man, somebody may die for a good man. Maybe. 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 That's, a, that's a may. That, that may, maybe, may die for a good man. But would somebody really die for somebody who's been doing you wrong and evil? Would you die for them? Ones who was ungodly, ones who didn't love God at, this, at that point in time. Would, would somebody, would you, would, would someone die? But, but, but God demonstrated his love towards us in that while we were still sinners, I think King James said yet sinners, mm. Christ died for us. So while we were still in our mess, still in our mess, still doing the wrong thing, he was still had his mind on us to die for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Romans 8, verses 35. This is that, that love. This, this is that love. <laughs> we'll start at 35. Amen. When you get it, say amen. amen. 
Tell somebody God loves you. God loves you. <laughs> uh, 35 says this, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulations? No. Or distress? No. Or persecution? No. Or famine? Or nakedness? Or peril? Or sore? As it is written, for your sake, you are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. For I am persuaded. You have to get persuaded. You have to persuade yourself to understand that if nobody else loves you. I am persuaded. If my wife decides to leave me, and I know she not, I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any created thing, any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So there's nothing that can separate us from that love. The only thing that separates us is yourself. When you decide to walk away, because he's not going to chase you. <laughs> he's going to still love you. I'm, I'm going to talk, uh, at, the end, at the end, I'm going to demonstrate this about, about he's not going to chase you. Uh, at the end, we're going to talk about this lost son uh, prodigal son thing at the end, but I wanted to just show you that he loves us that much, though. Okay? Amen? All right. So we don't went to you're created in God's image. God loves us. And because he loves, he, God doesn't love us because we're valuable. We're valuable because God loves us. Okay? All right? God doesn't loves us, love us because we are valuable. But we are valuable because God loves us. Amen? All right. So number three, we are kings and priests. <laughs> kings and priests. Kings and priests. Hallelujah. Revelations 1. Kings. What do kings do? They rule. They decree. What do priests do? They, they decree. They establish things, right? Right? They speak a word, right? God uses them, right? All right? So I, I look at it as God used me, then I decree a thing. So he'll speak in me so I can speak out. Right? He speak in us. As the priest, and we declare and decree what he's spoken as the king, kings, right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. So what was it? one verses four through six? It says this, John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come. And from the seven spirits 
who are before his throne and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead and the ruler over the kings of the earth. Who's the kings of the, over the earth? That's us, right? To him who loved us, I go to love again, washed us from our sins in his own blood and has made us so he loved us, washed us, and then made us. Love, washed, and made. <laughs> love, washed, and made. Hallelujah. That's a, that's a t-shirt right there, honey. Love, washed, and made. Hallelujah. Kings and priests. <laughs> Kings and priests to his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. 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 First uh, Peter. First Peter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, I got, I got a few more. Got more time. First Peter. First Peter. Y'all okay so far? Amen. Amen. All right. Woo. First Peter. First Peter two. I know where we're going. First. First Peter two nine and ten. You know where we're going. Two, two, nine, ten. Okay. And it says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a, his own special people, his own special people, like he created you for himself. Yes. Hallelujah. That you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, who once were not a people, but are now the people of God. We was not a people. Oh, my goodness. Was not a people, but now a people of God who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Hallelujah. Your grace and mercy. There it is again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. All right. So going, going down, going down four. Come, speed up just a little bit. Speed up a little bit. Amen. Four. And the last one. We are God's special treasures. If no, nobody else call you their treasure, their baby doll, you are God's special treasure. You are God's special treasure. You are God's special treasure. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, ba oh, baby doll. No. <laughs> Amen. Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 7. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 7. That's Jesus. Mm. I'm going to 6. It says this. For you are a holy people to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you. There you go. That chosen again. He's chosen you to be a people for himself. There it is again. He's chosen you to be for himself. A special treasure above all the people in the face of the earth. <laughs> he chose you to be above all the people on the face of the earth. So there's no reason why the world should be doing anything above you. We should be, remember, remember we started out as dominion, dominionaires. And we should have dominion over anything, creature, living creature, if it's not of God, you're supposed to have dominion over it. But 
once again, we allow other things to have dominion over us. And we got, we're going to get away from that, right? Right? We're going to take back over the authority that God placed us tonight, right? Hallelujah. We're going to start, we're going to make sure that next year we don't let nothing, nothing have dominion over us. We're going to make sure we be dominion over everything, have dominion over everything that God told us to have dominion over. Hallelujah. I just realized that's being disobedient when we're not doing what he said. He said, have dominion. I just thought about that. Oh, wow. Is that a command when he said, have dominion? Did he say, have dominion? He didn't say, oh, I want you, you may, you may have, or you, you know what, you can, no, have dominion. I command you to have dominion. Over every situation, and over sickness, have dominion have over. Dominion. Over diseases, have dominion yes. over. Over oppression, have dominion over. Over stress, have dominion over. That's, that's a command. Mm. My goodness. Mm. Wow. Psalms 35. Have dominion. Psalms 35. Special, special treasures, right? <laughs> have dominion. Special treasures. 135. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Whew. We're going to start with verse 1. That's okay. We're going to start with verse 1. We're going to go down to verse 4. When you have it, say amen. amen. Psalms 135. It says this. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise him, O you servants of the Lord. You shall stand in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the, of the house of, of our God. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. Sing praises to his name, for it is pleasant. For the Lord has chosen Jacob for himself. Who's Jacob? It's Israel, right? Well, we're going to go to you're gonna say Israel, right? <laughs> Israel for his special treasures. <laughs> Israel for his special special treasures. All right. So yeah, Jacob, Israel, all the same same people, same thing. But are we are we drafted in? We are, yeah. Grafted in. I say grafted. We're grafted in as that people, right? So once again, it says that Israel is his special treasure. You are his special treasure. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. So I want to go to a story in the word. Matthew 13, and this, this blessed my soul, when, and I, I hope it blessed you, because it blessed me. Hallelujah, it is the word. And we're going to Matthew 13, and we're going to start at verse 44. We're talking about a special treasure, right? All right, and this was a parable God, Jesus gave him, and, and everyone knows pretty much all of the parables that God spoke about was something dealing with what he was going to either go through or what was going on, right? All pretty much the parables. We talk about lost sheep, right? Lost sheep was talking about us, right? Yeah, all right, so now we're going to talk about this treasure, okay? All right, um, 44. It says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field which a man found and hid and for the joy over it, he goes sell all that he has 
and buys the field. He only found one treasure, but he bought the whole field. Now, and I'm going to go to the next one, uh, 45. And again, the kingdom is like, is the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking a beautiful pearls who, when he found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. The word that I've been saying was one. Saying they, they found one. Everything was one. And I was trying to figure out what was going on about one. And, and God told me this. He said, if you was the only one who got saved, it was worth it. Think about that. If you was the only one, it was worth Jesus' life. If you was the only one who got saved. Can you can, imagine? I mean, I, I understand we, all, we are all saved now, now. But God said that if I was the only one, or if you was the only one who decided to make Jesus the Lord and Savior, it was worth it. And he didn't, he didn't give up everything, but he gave up the only thing. Remember, he, he's, the, he's creator of all things. But the only thing that can get us saved, that's what he had to give up. We, know, we all know John 3 and 16, right? The only thing for you. Even when we was in our mess. Even when we was doing whatever we wanted to do. He said, because you got saved, it was worth it. Come on, huh? That's good. And you don't believe that you're worth something? You don't think that you're that valuable? That he said that if you was the only one, Chris, if you was the only one, <laughs> he would still did it. If he knew, even if he knew that, Chris, you would have been the only one, I still would go through it. Think about that. We're talking about his only begotten son. And if he knew that you was the only one, hey, Jesus, Jesus say, hey, I, love, I still love him that much. He loves you that much. Come on, huh? You that special to him. You got to start acting like you know that you're that special to him. You got to start living like you know that you're that special, special to them. What I, what I understand about valuables, you treat things a little differently when you know that they're valuable. I mean, we were talking about those two cars, right? The, 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 the Kia and the Rolls Royce. Now, yes, we're going to all take, take the, both the cars, get ma ma maintenance and all that good stuff, but there's going to be something different you're going to do with that Rolls Royce than what you're going to do with that Kia. You're going to make sure you take special attention with that Rolls Royce. Now, you're going to do all you can. You might do all you can with that kill, but you're going to make sure. Come on, sir. You're not going to, you, you know, <laughs> with, the, with, with the little simple cause, you know, you might take it to somebody who may know what they're doing. May know what they're doing. May know what they're doing. May. 
right? But with that Rolls Royce? With that Rolls Royce? You're going to treat it just a little bit different. I, I guarantee you're not going to let the, the man on the corner even look at it. Maybe, maybe to wash it. I don't, I don't know if I'm, I don't know. I don't even think I'm going to let him wash it. I'm going to have to take it to the detail just to get it washed. Because it, it might be a special ride they have to use for that, that right there. Some special brushes or something. They, they, they got to do something different. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, you know what I'm saying? You're going you're gonna to treat that a little differently because you know it's that valuable to you. You got to realize, you got to treat yourself that you're that valuable to God. You got to understand how valuable you are to him. Then you'll learn that what you should not be eating. What you should not be doing to your body. What you should be doing to your body and what you should be eating. You will take a lot more dedication, a lot more time, a lot more attention. Yeah, thank you, sir. A lot more details to attention to details when you know that you're that valuable. We talk about kings, right? And we talk about kings and um, and priests, right? And, and there's some I was. One of, one of our favorite movies we talk about, I, I ain't going to say the name, but when I start talking about the story, you're going to know what I'm talking about. There was a king, and when you talk about this king, every time you've seen him, you can tell that he was a king. All right? And he demanded, and he spoke like the king. Let them wait. I'm talking to my son, the king. And did they wait? You, they waited. I mean, he was so good that, hey, you know what? We canceling the wedding for a whole year or uh, however. No one said nothing about it because they knew not to say nothing about it because he was the king. And he comes to America. He's seen that his son is working. My son works because he understand that my son, his son should not be working. But there was one thing that I missed that I seen that he forgot who he was at the end. I, I missed this, but then I, I, I seen it, and I was like, oh, that is. He forgot he was a king for, for about three seconds when his son was trying to marry a, a commoner, that's what he say, and he said that that's against the rules of our kingdom, and his wife had to bring him back, but you the king, you can change that. <laughs> but, but I say that because we forget once again that he called us kings and priests, right? Yes, sir. And we don't speak or decree and change things what need to be changed. He created you to do it. This, this is the decade. Remember, this is our decade that we're supposed to be speaking. Now, it's, it's funny that, and Dad said it. Dad said at the um, beginning of the year, 
where, you know, it was funny how this was the, this started the decade of, uh, last year, started the decade of speaking, and then they tried to cover our mouths, and then when they took, the, took it off, then we, people were saying the wrong things. So it was like, okay, you're supposed to be speaking life, and you're speaking death, or you're not speaking nothing. The, Satan know what decade this is. That's why he did what he did. He, know, he knows what you should be speaking. He knows that you, you can speak life and things has to happen. Right? But because you see a bill and you don't think you can, oh, I can't afford that. Oh, oh, my, my leg hurt. I think I got got bump on my leg. Oh, it might be cancerous. I mean, and you're speaking things that you know you shouldn't be speaking because your words got power. Come on, come on, now, come on. Verse of a king has power. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Okay, okay, I'm, 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 okay, okay. I'm, all right. So Luke 15 and. and, and and you don't have to go there. I'm going to tell a story. Luke 15, all right? We're talking about knowing who you are, knowing your worth, right? Talking about how valuable you are, all right? So we know in Luke 15, there's a, a story about a man who had two sons, right? And, and the youngest son decided that he wanted to take his inheritance. Now, I think Dad said this one time, and I, I it's like, Dean, how in the world you ask for inheritance and I'm still living, all right? But okay, all right. Now, now, it's, you know, I heard I heard Brother Miles Moreau say something like, okay, you living at the well, and you asking for a bucket of water to take with you instead of staying at the well, right? right? So I'm gonna give you this bucket of water, and you can go out. But it's going to run out, right? But the well is still there, right? All right? All right. But so he, he decided to give him, uh, let's say, the water. And he went, and he drunk, and he drunk, and he drunk, and he drunk, until he had nothing, right? He had nothing. Now, remember I was telling back, in, back, back that God ain't going to chase you down? You didn't hear nothing about that father going to go find him. He didn't go run behind him. Not at all. He stood there. Now, he prayed for him. He, he prayed for him. You know, hey, that's my son. I'm going to pray for him, yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm, hey, God, take care of my son. You know, whatever. But I'm not going to go chase him, all right? I think that's what people problem be. They think that folks supposed to come chase them because they're not coming and stuff, but uh, that ain't happening. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so the young man, the, the young man had nothing. He got so bad that all of a sudden, he is in a pig pen. And he's there. This little piggy went to town. This little piggy. You know, this, this piggy went to the market. This, this, this piggy, you know. Babe, Porky, you know. I, you know, he, he over there just playing, playing around with the pigs. Playing with the pigs, you know. Probably had a mindset of, you know, I wish I can, 
you know, do something with one of them so I can have some bacon or something, but I, I can't do nothing with these pigs. But, so, you know what I'm going to do? I'm, I'm, I'm going to eat what they eating. I'm going to eat what they eat. Because he's hungry. Now, he's, he, he's now becoming himself very worth, worthless, right? He's worth nothing at this moment, as, he can, as you can tell. And when you get to a point where you got to eat what the pigs eating, yeah, you, you done downgraded big time. Now, you could have you been with a well at, but you decided to leave the well, right? Hallelujah. He's a mess. But then the Bible said that he came to himself. And he said, you know what? Even my father's servants has enough food. I'm going to go home. Now, this is what his, his mistake was. He went home saying that he wanted to become a servant because he felt like he wasn't worth being a son. Right? Now, he gets there, and before he can say anything, and his father see him long off, and he came and hugged him. In his mess, in his thinkness, he still was wrapping his arms around him. Right? The Bible told, told us that, that the, man, uh, the man said, I mean, the young boy said, Father, you know, I, I, I was not right. I wasn't good. I, you know, and I'm not worth being your son, can I please at least be, be one of your servants? The father said, that's nonsense. Go get me the best robe. He didn't say anything about him taking a bath. He didn't say washing them. Did y'all, I'm just saying, he didn't say nothing about washing them. He said, I'm going to cover him. I'm going to cover his filthiness. I'm going to cover his mess. I'm going to cover his thinkness. I'm going to cover you. I'm going to cover you with this. And then while I cover you, I'm going to put a ring on you to let you signify that you are still part of me. Right? That's what happened, right? But he thought that he wasn't worthy of it. But the story don't end there. The guy... The story should have really been about was the older child who was at the house being a servant. I think dad, I think dad talked about it on Sunday about Galatians 4 and 1. He's the heir. But because he's still acting like a child, he's still working as a servant. So he don't know his worth. He don't understand who he is and what he should be having. So when he finds out about this, this party that they're having for, for their, his little brother, he gets mad. And he goes, he shuts the door. He don't want to be in there with the party, right? So the dad said this, son, what's going on? What's up? Your brother here, man, what's going on? Older guy, the, the, the older son said, listen, Dad, listen, I, I don't like what's going on right now. I've been here with you the whole time, working, working, being a slave, being a servant. 
No wonder did dad even ask you to be a servant, but you just decided to be a servant because you don't know your worth. Yo, 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 my, my little brother, your oldest, your other son, he done threw away money. He done did everything wrong. But I've been right here. I've been right here where the well is. And never drank of it. Because I'm working. Not thinking about what I should be doing or having. I'm just worried about serving. But because you don't know your worth. You don't know who you are and whose you are. You're going to struggle. And you should not be struggling. 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 The well of water is right here. All you have to do is just drink from it. Hallelujah. It's plenty. It's plenty for you. And that's what his father said. He says, sir, everything I have, it is yours. You could have had parties all the time. Party all the time. Party all the time. You could have been partying. You could have been partying all the time. You could have been doing it all the time. But you decided that you weren't worth it. So you didn't do it. Ladies and gentlemen, don't miss out what God has for you. He has so much for us. He really do. And this year, this year of a top turnaround, this, this is the year we're going to turn some situations, some circumstances around, some things going to turn around in our lives. But you have to believe it. You have to walk by faith with that. Amen? Amen. Amen. Okay, so we're going to leave with this right here. Hallelujah. Psalms 8. Verses three through eight, and we're gonna we're gonna read it in the passion. And if you don't mind, I want all of us to read it. Yes, sir. All right. Matter of fact, can we, we can stand? Let's stand. Let's stand. We're gonna read it together. We're gonna stand. Hallelujah. And I'm I'm leaving I'm leaving you guys with this right here. Okay. Amen. Right here. Can everybody see it? All right. All right. We're going to read it together. Ready? Read. Look at the splendor in the skies. Your creative genius flowing in the heavens. When I gaze in a mirror in your stars, mountain like jewels in the setting, I know you're a fascinated artist in fashion. But I'm not looking by a steep I have to ask this question. Thank you.
Hallelujah. 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 Come on, give God praise in here. Hallelujah. God praise tonight. Come on, continue to give God praise in this place tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Why don't you just thank God for right now, just right now, for how he made you and who you are in him. Hallelujah. We are God's masterpiece. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for making us so fearfully and wonderfully. God, thank you, Lord, for investing so much in us. God, thank you, Lord, that we were not redeemed, Lord, with corruptible things like silver and gold, but with the precious blood of Jesus. You redeemed us. Hallelujah. You loved us. You washed us. And you made us kings and priests unto you our God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Lord, that we're made in your image and in your likeness, God. Hallelujah. And you've given us dominion over all the works of your hands. God, we just want to say thank you so much tonight for showing us who we are in you so that we don't have to look to the world for an estimation of ourselves. God, your word tells us to never think more highly of ourselves than we ought to think. But we also, Lord, need not think more lowly of ourselves than we ought to think. That we must understand who we are in you, that you've made us special. Hallelujah. God, I thank you that even tonight through this word that somebody who's been battling with low self-image, low self-worth, low self-esteem, that God, that they understand who they are in you, not because of makeup or cosmetics or anything that we can do to ourselves outwardly, but inwardly, Father, you've made us so special. God, and that special treasure on the inside changes us on the outside. Tonight, we even pray for that person, Lord, or those people here and those even online who've been battling even with depression or even suicidal thoughts here and there and time to time, God, that God, that they would understand, Father, that God, you have invested so much in us, that God, that life is worth living because Jesus Christ lives in us, and that God, nothing that we could ever face is greater than the power that you've placed inside of us, that nothing that we could ever deal with is more valuable to you, Lord, than who you've made us to be. And I pray, Father, that every man, every woman, every boy, every girl, every child, God, would understand, Father, our worth. Lord, we must have been worth so much because you gave Jesus Christ, your very own son, to down the cross for us, who gave his life while we were yet sinners. And now that we're no longer sinners, now that we're your children, God, we thank you that we are so much more valuable to you. We have more valuable value than the birds, so much more value than the sparrows and all the lilies of the field, Father. So much so, Father, that, God, we could ask you for anything. You said you'll do it. Tonight, we thank you for the word and we thank you for the messenger. We speak blessing, Lord, to Elder Baker, Father, his body, his mind, his spirit, his soul, every part of him, Father. Thank you, Lord, for how he's poured out to us. We ask you, God, to replenish and restore all that he's poured out. And God, let him be even the first, Lord, the first partaker, of, Lord, of the fruit, Lord, of the message, Lord, that he's given. That he knows his value. That when the enemy comes against him, that he'll know, Father, that, God, you made him somebody special. 
that he doesn't have to compete or compare with anybody else, that you've made him uniquely special. And God, I pray that each and every one of us will also partake of this fruit tonight, that we'll know, Lord, you've made us so unique, so special. Every one of us, that we're valuable, Lord, to you, we're valuable to the body of Christ, and we're valuable to this world. And God, I pray that each and every one of us, Lord, will continue to grow in that and become the fullness of what you've called us to be, we pray in Jesus' mighty name. If you agree, shout amen. Amen. Now put those hands together and give God a great big hand of praise again.